Want to be heard on the non-stop radio show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musical.ly 212 at gmail.com. This is Non-Stop Radio. Need to boost your career? Looking for a radio booking agent or a publicist? How about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire? Look no further. Globally, we got a writer and journalist, MJ Savino, representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects, and that's C-O-N-N-E-X. Serious inquiries only. You're rocking with the hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Non-Stop Radio. Ladies, gentlemen, everybody in attendance and tuning in and listening right now, welcome back to the show. It's your host, Emilio Wagbar, and I would like to say thank you to each and every one of you for taking the time out here today and coming and check us out. And if you haven't done so yet, I would appreciate it if you go check us out on IG. Hit us up on the gram at EJP underscore entertainment for all news related to EJP entertainment. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, you know, when you hear me in this capacity, we are at the point of our our show where we are joined now by our special guest and here on the line with us joining us today from out of Long Island, Strong Island, New York, ladies and gentlemen, we have with us Tabitha Polaris. So please, if you would help me welcome her to the show by giving her a round of applause. Tabitha, how's everything? How are you? Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Everything's going well. How about you? Everything's good. I can honestly say I've been having a very, very pleasant and enjoyable day. I'm Definitely happy to say that much. <laughs> but uh-huh. you know, me too. Yeah. <laughs> but welcome to the show. We do appreciate you, you know, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to stop by here, you know, share your story with us and everything. So with that being said, normally in the first, you know, part of the segment, I would like to give, you know, our guests the opportunity to tell the audience a little bit about themselves. So if you would please, the floor is all yours. Well, I grew up in New York, and I'm still living in New York. I had an amazing childhood singing everywhere I could, and then got into singing in jazz bands, musical theater, acting. I just sang everywhere I could. And then I eventually uh, was in a lot of rock bands in high school, and then sang some weddings, then went to NYU to School of the Arts, and studied drama at the Lee Strasberg Theater Institute, and like just loved everything about art. Loved singing, dancing, acting, all of that. And so after graduation, I became a studio musician, which means I sang a lot of jingles, commercials um, for the radio and TV, and then sang a lot of backgrounds on a lot of rap albums and other people's albums. So that was a lot of fun. And I realized I had a pretty good range. So I, I loved working in the studio. And now, um, when I look back, I, you know, 9-11 happened, and then I kind of just stayed clear of the city. So then I got into the cover band scene in Long Island, mm-hmm. um, just to, you know, get some distance from the city a little bit. And so then I did lots of, um, I, I was part of a talent agency. So we did lots of shows, um, 
And then after a while, I was exhausted, like just the grind of being like a musician. Um, I, I have to be honest, it was it was like some weeks I'd make so much money and another week I would make nothing. And it was, you know, I had all these amazing experiences, like sang with Diana Ross at the United mm. Nations, and I was on the Howard Stern show, and, you know, really fun experiences. But also, there, there came a time where I was tired, so um, I remember getting into holistic health because my mom was sick. So um, that's how I got into holistic health. So I got into, like, Reiki and eating clean and... Um, that that opens up a whole new world of to me. And being a musician, I got into frequency healing. So using different like frequencies um, to heal the body and to relax people that have anxiety. So I eventually um, like learned all of these modalities and started treating people. I became a Reiki master teacher and I really loved it. I love helping people. And I always felt like through singing or acting, I was always helping people or touching them or lifting them up. Mm-hmm. And now I was just doing it in another way. And I really needed a break. And then after a very long, successful few years, I, I really missed the music. <laughs> <laughs> so then I got, I really missed the music. I didn't feel like myself at all. I mean, from going to performing all the times and nothing uh, was bizarre. So I joined the cover band again just to brush up my voice. And it was a lot of fun. And then um, the whole world shut down when the virus happened, and I had all this free time. And I said, you know what, I'm going to write some of my own original songs. That's always been like a lifelong dream of mine, and I had the time. And it just was like I had the time of my life during that time. And I really feel for everyone that suffered or, you know, that lost people. But Mm -hmm. I had the best time because I... I went to Cove City Studios in Glen Cove, which uh, our, a local musician around here, John Bellion, records at, and um, Richie Kanata owns the studio. He was Billy Joel's saxophone player. Nice. So I just had the time of my life, and what I did first was to brush up my studio chaps. I recorded a meditation album called Seven Spheres of Light, and I used my crystal bowls and, you know, I did some guided meditation, but it was fun because I actually used like sound effects and the visualization of the guided meditation I brought to life with different sounds and had had a blast making it. And then um, at that same time, I was writing original music and I always had this limiting belief that I couldn't complete my own song, um, which is so silly. So I crushed that belief and I said, it's now or never. And I know I can do this. So I really wanted to finish my own songs. You know, I've ha- I've been writing lyrics and writing songs with other people and helping people finish their other their own songs. And now I was like, it's time for me to blossom and um, fulfill a lifelong dream of becoming my own recording artist and getting my own songs out there and sharing my voice and my messages. I think what I have to share is uplifting, but also very cool and edgy. So it's kind of like something for everybody in the song. Um, so I finished the the meditation album. And then I dove right into recording the original music. And that's where this album, um, which is a four song EP is called, uh, elemental Codes, And that's how it was born. <laughs> so that's the story of how this whole thing happened. And I am not stopping. I'm actually uh, continuing to write music and 
I think uh, I've I'm just I've never been happier. So, mm. wow. I got to say, yeah. you are a very interesting person when it comes to everything you just talked about. You got so many things that you're involved with in your life. And that's dope. You know, I like that because when you're, you know, occupied so much with doing things that you love to do or things that you're naturally interested in, it doesn't really feel too much like a task when it, you know, when you really sit and you think about it. But, you know, you, in, you mentioned a few very interesting things that I have never heard of until now, until this interview. Sure. And one of the things that you mentioned was holistic healing and holistic health. Yep. So like, what is that to the person that hear this, you know, terminology be used for the first time? Well, how would you describe that? So in short, I would say it, unfortunately in the fifties and during the industrial revolution, uh, companies um, tried to cut corners to mm-hmm. grow more food to make more money and made our and genetically modified our seeds and also started putting a lot more chemicals and preservatives in our food. Mm-hmm. There was not as many allergies or illnesses back then, and now we're seeing the effects of how that has affected our population. Mm-hmm. So I believe if you eat clean, which means don't eat food with a box with chemicals and, and ingredients you can't pronounce. Like, try to eat organic food. Try, try to eat, you know, free-range organic meats if you eat meat. Try to at least, you know, look up the dirty dozen. Try to at least, you know, if you can't afford all organic food, at least use strawberries, organic, and the things that can absorb more chemicals. And I promise you, you will feel healthier. And you're in that preventative mode where you're not going to be sick. You're going to prevent being sick. And when I eliminated all of that from my foods and also from my beauty products and my bath and body products, I got into essential oils. I got into Reiki. My whole life changed and I had more energy. I I cured an autoimmune disease that I had Mm. and getting into the energy work, which was Reiki. Reiki is just a gentle yet powerful form of energy healing, which is kind of like tuning a radio um, I'm using different frequencies around us in the atmosphere and the energy around the world. Um, so I just channel that energy and lay my hands on people and balance their energy. Mm-hmm. And for a while, when Reiki first came out, there wasn't a lot of science behind it. And it was hard for people to wrap their head around it, even though they would experience the relaxing effects of it. Now there's science backed by it. And it's really exciting. Um, so yeah, Reiki, I use essential oils and I really eat clean and I don't use any chemicals in my house. I use all plant-based cleaners mm. and that has made a huge difference in my life. So if you're sick, overweight, um, even emotional, this can affect your endocrine system and affect your body if you're a man or a woman. Mm. Um, so Give it a try and you don't have to do it all at once, but I highly suggest it. It's an amazing way to live. That's very interesting. You know, like my wife, she actually, you know, she's starting to transition into doing more of getting away from like the, what should I say? Getting away from like, you know, all of the like, you know, ingredient type stuff or the stuff like you, like you said, like you can't uh, pronounce or whatever and has transitioned Mm -hmm. into using more organic products and stuff like that. Now I asked this question because I know like we have just came out of the pandemic and I know over the last 
two, almost three years, you know, we dealt with a lot of sickness and a lot of, you know, health mm-hmm. issues and concerns. Do you feel like nowadays that people are starting to be more mindful of their own health going forward now that we are coming out of this transition oh. period? Absolutely. I went from being the weirdo in the neighborhood to the person that everybody calls for help. It's hilarious. <laughs> and also, I've noticed, like, the salt cave in my neighborhood was completely not busy. Post-pandemic, it has never been busier. Mm-hmm. And I asked the owner the other day, I said, why are you so busy? Did you do something? Do you think it was just time being open? She goes, no, everybody understands the health benefits of the salt air now with their lungs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like, you can't even get an appointment for like five days. And it's just unbelievable. So I do see people are more in in control of their own health. And a big thing that I saw during the pandemic was a lot of people had time to themselves mm-hmm. to go within, reevaluate their life, their lifestyle, their health, and take control and not be so dependent on a doctor or a pill and really realize that all of these synthetic medicines mm-hmm. are actually made, copycats made from plants mm-hmm. that they find on Earth. So they're taking the same compounds in the plants that they discover and synthesizing it in a lab to give us. Mm. And um, so it's like, why not use the plant that will not have any side effects with your body? Right. Whereas if you use the fake version that's made in a lab, it, it could have a similar effect, but that's what your body has side effects. And that's, that's, I really think people are starting to wake up and hopefully we'll go back more to our roots because our ancestors knew <laughs> what mm-hmm. to use on the earth. I also think that was the big theme of this album for me. You know, like everyone is so into their phones and their video games and the Netflix and those are all blessings and great things. But I really think we need to step outside and realize all of the beauty around us and the, the healing that can occur just from watching the sunrise or the mm-hmm. sunset or putting your bare feet on the ground. And there is definitely scientific studies about, you know, earthing and where you're putting your feet on the ground and releasing negative energy, pain, emotional suffering, putting it into the earth and releasing it. And uh, that's what that song was about called Earth Codes on my album. That's what inspired that song. And also me going to the ocean during the pandemic and the summers before even that Mm -hmm. and just feeling so relaxed at the ocean. I'm really blessed and so grateful to live near the ocean where I could escape and feel like I'm on vacation and just feel the waves just like washing away all the stress. And that's why I wrote Water Codes. So, you know, I wanted people to realize that there's power and energy around us and that, you know, there's such beauty around us and we can use that to heal ourselves and re, re release stress and also revitalize ourselves. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, and that's cool, one thing. cool inspiration. Absolutely. And that's one thing, you know, I I continue even to this day to tell people, I'm like, even though, you know, it was a lot of ugliness we experienced over the last two years, 
a lot of good things did come out of it. And like you said, a lot of people had a chance to reconnect with themselves, being isolated for so long and not being mm-hmm. able to be around people. A lot of people have been able to reconnect with themselves, reconnect with their environment and get more in tune with things like connecting to nature. Like, you know, I've learned about various things like, you know, the earth thing that you just talked about. And then also, you know, another thing was sun gazing where, you know, people yeah. can tell the sun is going down. They stay into the sun for a few minutes and then they feel charged up. I even tried it once before and I'm like, oh, like, I can't believe like this actually works, you know? And it's, it's very interesting. A lot of the things that you're starting to hear now that people was able to do over that period of time that is starting to be, you know, introduced into the world right now that people are starting to catch on to. Yeah, it's really beautiful to watch. I really think we needed a wake up call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I love looking at the sun. I love looking at the stars, the moon, and those are all the themes I sing about and um, on these songs. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad to hear that you are aware of it. Like it's really coming out in the open now. Like we're remembering our ancient wisdom. We're remembering what our ancestors knew. We used to like farm and live off the land and make our own medicine from herbs. And we were so much more connected to nature. And I'm not, trying to sound like a crazy hippie. I'm just saying you need to like, you can't be so extreme in one or the other. You really like need a mix of both in your life. So like, make sure you have, you know, your normal day to day life. And then also like, make sure you connect with nature. Um, you know, like, so when I wrote the album, I, I wrote water first water codes. Mm -hmm. And then I wrote, um, air, earth and fire. And, I thought it was cool as a concept to write about the elements of earth. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, you know, what inspired me. And it was so much fun writing those songs. And if anyone's listening and has like a dream in the back of their mind that they always wanted to do, like now is the time, mm-hmm. even if you work on it for one hour a day, whether it's writing a book or traveling or whatever your heart desires, I just wanted to say, you know, try to accomplish maybe like a couple minutes a day focusing on your goal and and accomplishing your dream. Because once it happens, it's crazy. It's like the best feeling. So I feel like we all need to follow our joy. And um, I think that makes you feel happier and more fulfilled. I think that we like, I don't know, when I was growing up, it was like you were expected to go to school, go to college work for 40 years and retire. And that was like the only option. (laughs) And like, now I'm like, Hey, travel and, you know, blog it on YouTube, you know, like, I don't know. The world is like your oyster with technology now. Mm -hmm. That's what's also very cool about being a musician in this time is that we can record songs and up and use different distributors and upload them. And we don't have to really go through a record label, Mm -hmm. which are positives and negatives to both. And I, you know, I'm just so grateful that we have all these options, you know, so technology is great, but you need a mix of nature in there, too. <laughs> Absolutely. And I agree with you. Balance is definitely key to any aspect or element of your life. You definitely got to have that balance because you can't be so overindulged in one aspect and then forget about all the other aspects. That's where you lose that balance. So I definitely agree with you yeah. with that one. And with that being said, you know, the EP Elemental Codes that, you know, we were just speaking about, you know, very briefly, like, how would you say, like, the response has been to people that have actually taken the time to listen to it? I have been very 
like positive about releasing my children, which is what they feel like to me, (laughs) releasing my little babies into the world and just having no expectations because then I'll never be disappointed. So that's how I started this. Like I have healthy goals and dreams and I always go big. I'm like, I go big or go home with everything I do. So I did everything right, did all the research, you know, uh, did everything correctly. Um, And when it was released, I realized, you know, whoever is lifted up, inspired, or, you know, touched by these songs is awesome. So whether it's one person or 1,000 or a million, I'm, I'm really good. But what happened was I was just curious how the songs would make people feel, which one would be their favorite. So that was fun to ask, like, friends or people that follow me in the community, you know, get feedback. But I have to say, without any big label support, because I released this independently, and without any real advertising yet, and without a real music video yet, I am presently surprised uh, when I go into my dashboard and see how all the streams that I've gotten. It's more than I expected. So I'm really, really happy. But my favorite is when people comment and I can interact with people, even if I don't know them personally. Mm -hmm. I love hearing um, feedback from people because it makes me so happy that somebody listens to something you know, that I co-created with the universe, really. And it's a beautiful interaction. You know, it's like I, I co-created this beautiful, you know, piece of art and someone else was touched by it. And then they're giving me back some feedback and love. And it's really a beautiful thing. It's kind of like my whole life. I've always thought how beautiful it was to be an actress or a singer. It's like this beautiful exchange between an, another soul or a group of souls that mm-hmm. were like just having this amazing experience. It's really cool. And both need each other to have Mm -hmm. that moment, you know? So I've been so happy with the response. It's been a lot of fun. Now, what has been, you know, collectively the most popular song on the whole entire EP? So I think water code so far is the favorite and earth. Okay. But it's interesting because when I go on other streaming platforms, you know, it's a different song on each streaming platform, which one is their favorite. But from my main following, my main community, people on my mailing list, people that follow me on social media, people in my community, most of the uh, feedback I've gotten has been from Earth Codes and Water Codes have been like their ultimate favorite. Yet my mother and a lot of my best friends like fire. (laughs) So it's really all I didn't sit down and be like, I'm going to write a pop album. I'm going to write a rock album. Like the songs just really came to me like fire. Fire I wrote real quick. Mm -hmm. And um, it was kind of like I wrote it in a dream, you know, just poured out. So it wasn't like I had any choice in the matter. Like I was deciding it's going to sound like a certain way. Um, but I would say all the songs are so different, but they all have a common thread of, I love vocals. I love call and response. I love harmonies. And I also integrate some really cool electronic program drums with live drums. And also I sneak in all of my healing instruments. Like Mm -hmm. there's my harp in there and there's some native American flute and you would never know because it sounds like a contemporary song, but mm-hmm. I do sneak in some healing instruments because I do want people to pick up on the healing frequencies from those instruments. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's been so much fun. Now, do you also like produce your own music as well? Or like you said, you know, it's co-created with you know other producers and songwriters. And what I mean by produce, I'm so talking I about think- actually making your, um, your own beats and all that stuff too. Yeah, so basically, because I recorded at Cove City, 
mm-hmm. I went back there to do the original music. And Brendan Keenan was my recording engineer. So he became my recording engineer for these songs. And mm-hmm. I would say we co-produced these songs. I wrote most of them. I, I think that it was so magical when I brought him the songs. And then he would get like an idea for a beat. And then I would get an idea. And we were both playing instruments and both like, you know, crafting so- the songs. But a few of them, I came in and I knew exactly how they were going to sound. Um, he would just help me with you mean know, the arrangement or you know different different beats. But I definitely um, think Brendan Keenan, and of course, uh, I'm so grateful for him because he's such a nice guy and so talented. So he, I would say, he produced the album with me, and. Um, he also co-wrote Air Codes with me because I brought it to him like 85% done with lyrics and music. And I was like, I can't finish it. And, uh, you know, that, that song was just stuck. And he kind of like helped me arrange it like a producer would mm-hmm. and helped me finish. And he gave me, you know, rewrote one or one line or two. And, you know, I, I gave him some songwriting credit on that one. Cause I, I love working with people. And if they give me one line, they get, credit you know like nice. i just think it's fair yeah. uh, i think you know all the love goes around comes back to you so i was really grateful that he helped me finish it i just uh but i was also very proud that i wrote you know earth um with my best friend david Connolly. he had these guitar chords and he sent them to me on the phone again the blessings of technology <laughs> and i i wrote a melody vocal melody and the lyrics and then I went to the studio and laid out everything, the song, the way I wanted it to be laid out and then brought him in and he put down a mandolin and his acoustic guitars. And then it was so funny. He was, I was like, I want a guitar solo here. So I left this spot for you. It was just go wild. And he was trying to work out. He's an amazing player and he kept trying to record this guitar solo. And then he, he wasn't happy with it. And he was like, why do you play flute on it? I'm like, really? It's like a rock song. He's like, no, no, it'd be cool. So I played a flute solo in like one or two takes. And he was like, done. It's magical. It's perfect. So <laughs> it was, it was so funny. Like that's what happens in the studio. If you just let things flow and, uh, you know, you just, it was a blast. So I would say, uh, earth codes was uh, a great song to collaborate with one of my best friends, David Connolly, uh, air codes. I collaborated with, Brendan Keenan and the other two songs were definitely all, all me. And uh, I gave producing credit to Brendan for all the songs because it's kind of weird when you're in there, even if like you're very, you know, um, keen on, you know, what you want. It's like, what are you going to do? You know, you just want to be fair. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's hard to break up who did what, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, also I, I also took, um, a sound healing class and learned a lot deeper into the science of sound healing and also learned how to use Ableton live. Mm. So in the future I knew more because I was frustrated in the studio that like I couldn't sit at the computer. I knew garage band, but I didn't know Ableton or mm-hmm. pro tools, which is what they use in the studio. So I was like, you know what? I took a three month intensive course that blew my mind and then took another three month intensive course on it. And um, it really helped me because now I can write songs on my computer using the same program, send it off to them and work on a song from home, 
you know, and go back and forth. And at least they have an idea of what I want. So when I come in, it's, it's less expensive and less studio time. Right. Or I could even in the future record them on my own. At least I could do the meditations on my own. I'm pretty, pretty, I'm pretty much thinking I would always want to collaborate with a producer and a sound engineer in the studio. Um, because it's just a perfect place to record with the, you don't want any outside noise. You want to have a, the correct equipment and the microphones mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. So <laughs> it's been fun. I feel like they're my family over there and they're begging me to come back. I'm like, well, then we got to do a holiday song. So <laughs> I got to go. I got, I was like, you know, I got to upload that to the distributors in October. So we better get cracking on it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, it's, ha- it's halfway through September. So I got to get over there and do a, I was thinking it would be cool to bring my harp and do some vocals and uh, do a holiday song, but put some cool electronic drums and make it make it cool. Mm. So I might do that if I have time. Now, you said Ableton Live. That's definitely one of the, I should say, premier um, digital recording softwares that you can use in music production. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I've tried to use Ableton Live myself, you know, once before, but it was like, it was just so complex. It was like a little difficult for me to follow it. So like with using Ableton Live, like, um, what would you say like your experience is like with that? It's always interesting to me to hear people yeah. talk about Ableton. So, so my intention going into study was really just to learn the basics so I could get my ideas down and not sing them into my phone anymore and get mm-hmm. them into a program and also develop my ideas better. And also I want to perform live with my tracks and not depend on a band occasionally or go live and be able to like manipulate my own songs on Ableton live and also live loop and sing. So those two things is what you can do with Ableton Live. Not just recording, but you can live loop. So that means I can sing a melody or play something on my harp and hit a button and it'll repeat for a certain amount of time. And then I could literally keep adding a harmony or playing another instrument on it and build a song live while people mm-hmm. are watching, which I think is so cool. Mm-hmm. So I would give anyone that wants to learn any Ableton Live that it's very overwhelming in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I would say, if you're going to take a class, take a class that you can watch the recording of the class. Like I took a digital class live. So we'd be online with the teacher. The teacher would teach the class. It would be recorded. And then I would watch that class like two to three times. And then you have to jump in and start using it. Mm. Because once you start using it, you're like, oh, what did she say? And you go look at your notes or go you know, rewind that video. I would just write down the main points of each lesson, like the short codes or the, or what this button does. And, um, eventually you learn the basics and you will get good enough to use the program if you just keep practicing. So just jump in and don't be scared. Just same thing with podcasting. We were talking about that before. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, everyone's scared to start a podcast. I'm like, you could literally start a podcast so easily on your phone. Like you don't even need, you know, uh, a good microphone, you know, just, you can you can constantly upgrade your equipment as you go, but see if you like it first, you know? Mm-hmm. So I always say if there's anything in life that you want to try or learn, just jump in and start doing it. Just do it. Absolutely. And you can always adjust as you go, you know? Absolutely. And speaking about your podcast, you know, we mentioned that before the interview and we just brought it up just now. What is your podcast about and where can people listen to it? Sure. So the podcast is called the Tab of the Polaris Show, which I started when I 
opened up my holistic center um, and started shooting clients. And I was just so inspired with all the people in my community who are just so wonderful. And so I started interviewing different holistic doctors, different spiritualists, different psychics, different people in the holistic world, whether it's uh, doctors or practitioners or just really cool people doing really cool things like the topic, how we started the conversation, you know, going back to our ancient wisdom. So I started interviewing uh, different people who I knew and also who I knew of and uh, have conversations and share the knowledge with everybody and just have a beautiful conversation to share this knowledge with the world. So it was an interview style uh, podcast, and that's how I started it, just with that intention to help more people and get this message out. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was a lot of fun. It's on all the streaming platforms, um, just like my album is. Um, So the podcast is the Tab of the Player show. It's on all the podcast sites, Uh, you know. And the album is on all the streaming sites, but you could find direct links to both on my website, which is TabithaPolaris.com. And I spell my name with a Y. So it's T-A-B-Y-T-H-A, Polaris.com. And you could find everything I'm up to on my website and on all social media sites. I'm the same name as well. Now, to ask you a question, you know, based off, you know, most of the conversation that we've had today, you know, we've covered a lot of what you do, you know, you're involved in very, uh, should I say you're involved in many different, you know, feats and stuff like that. And with that being said, like, how do you manage the time between all of them? Like, how do you manage your time when you're dealing with each and every um, thing that you're involved with? It's a great question. I would work a lot, but I studied a lot. I studied with Bob Proctor. I studied with Tony Robbins. I studied with a lot of amazing people um, that gave you gave me the inspiration and the technique and the mindset to run your own business and follow your dreams. And so I like to, I, I, I'll be honest, it's a lot of hours of work, but I love what I do. So it feels like, play Mm. it feels like fun never feels like i'm getting up and dragging my feet to do something i'm excited about everything i'm doing but that being said i will i did take a a break from the podcast for a few for like a year to work on the music Mm -hmm. um the podcast was a lot of work and i just took a break for like a year but there's like so many great episodes that you can catch up with and i am going to relaunch it again and talk about the stories behind the songs and start interviewing people again. I would say uh, it's a it's a healthy juggle that you have to balance. You have to balance exercise, you know, eating right, um, playtime, and work. All the areas of your life have to be balanced. And when one takes over too much, it's not healthy. So I was guilty of working a little bit too much, but I also had so much fun during the times that I would play and take Mm -hmm. off from work. So my life was very full, but I did get to a point where I knew that something had to give to, even though I loved it, uh, to let go. I had to let go of something to open up for other things. And what I realized is I'll probably be transitioning more into a recording artist doing guided meditation, soundscapes and original music, Mm -hmm. uh, moving forward. 
and I'm really looking forward to performing live again. Um, and I'll probably start the podcast uh, at, at the beginning of this next year coming up, which is only a couple of months away, mm-hmm. and um, see how things go. But that was a great question because, you know, if you love what you do, you have to kind of make decisions because sometimes when you do too much, all of them suffer. Mm-hmm. So sometimes doing one thing really well, you know, and, you know, if I was just the sound healer or just the Reiki person, I could just focus on that and be really successful. And, um, but I'm not like that. I love all things. And mm-hmm. it's my challenge in life is to streamline and do less, but I'm, I love doing so many things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I realized, I, I do need to choose what brings me the most joy and what's more passionate in my heart and do that more. And so instead of not doing the podcast anymore, I decided just to take a little time off. Mm-hmm. And that's how, you know, I think that it's okay that everybody in business goes through phases. It could change. You could start and stop things. You could, you know, just go with the flow and make sure you just adjust along the way. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, you know- I want to say, you know, definitely rest in peace to Bob Proctor. You know, he's very, you know, inspirational to a lot of different people. And I just recently got introduced to Bob Proctor, you know, earlier in the beginning of this year. And then also the fact that you mentioned Tony Robbins, like Tony Robbins is definitely an amazing dude. I had a chance earlier in this year as well to attend his five day um, seminar that he had on online it was a virtual seminar that i got a chance to attend it mm-hmm. and even had the opportunity to purchase his book money master the game and he's definitely one of the mm-hmm. brilliant minds when it comes to like not only just you know business and inspiring people to get out there to you know create and form their own businesses but also in life as well because i hear that he's helped so many like professional athletes and all a whole lot of other people along the line to be better versions of yeah. themselves and i think that that's another thing that plays a part also in life that people are starting to reconnect to as well. Not only just the naturalness of, you know, the elements of the earth and, you know, the different elements such as, you know, earth, wind, fire and all that stuff. But also, you know, when it comes to like their mentality and stuff, a lot of people are starting to be more conscious and aware of the way they're thinking about things. And that's one of the things that, you know, people like Tony Robbins and Bob Proctor like to preach a lot is, you know, the mindset plays a major key into anything you do. How do you feel about that? Well, it's funny you mentioned both of them. They're amazing. But I have to tell you, the Bob Proctor story is how this whole music thing got refired up. Mm. This is the best story ever. I can't believe that you're mentioning these two. <laughs> so while when I took my time off and was working more into in the healing arts, I was invited by one of my business mentors to go to Canada to Bob Proctor's house and study for a whole week at this big week-long event training program called The Matrix. Mm. So I went. I picked everything, went to The Matrix, and I thought I was learning. I literally thought I was going to learn how to expand my business when they would break you down and get to the inside of your heart Mm. and then build you back up. And what happened was I was I was like, oh, I'm not here to build my business. I'm here to sing again. I'm going to be a singer again. I literally, you know, we had to get up on um, individually at the end of this whole week and declare 
our statement. And when I declared my statement, um, they made me go up on stage and sing in front of all the entire <laughs> crowd. <laughs> so I was cracking up. I had that amazing experience and I went home and I'm really, really grateful for that experience. Bob brought us to his house and I don't know. He's just an amazing person. All the techniques of mindset and um, following your joy and that your life should feel like a game mm -hmm. um, is really deep. And it takes a lot of truth to, you know, some people just don't mind, you know, working or being, you know, just they don't have like a, a definite goal or mm -hmm. a, a, an urging, like an urging like I did, like a burning like you were desire. born to do this burning desire. And, mm -hmm. and, and that's OK if you don't. Maybe you're here to support your family. Maybe you're here to just like hold down the fort in this area of this job. Whatever it is, it's just so important. But I've always had this burning desire. And when I realized that at the Bob Brock's event, I went home and I was like, that's it. The music <laughs> is it. I declare that I will write my own music and I will do my own album. And over the next year or two, it just so happened that the universe conspired with me like Bob said it would. <laughs> and everything shut down and I had all the time in the world to work on this project. So, mm -hmm. you know, it was just really interesting how it all played out. And Bob Proctor, um, you know, was an amazing person, but thank oh, yeah. goodness his teachings are being carried on by his business partner and his company. So you can still learn all those amazing techniques. And Tony Robbins, did you walk on fire? Did you ever, you know, do that? I would, I missed that whole thing, but I know you said you took the online class. But I always wanted to do that fire walk that he did. Isn't that cool? Now the fire you walk, I, think, I haven't heard about that one. But the fire walk, no, I haven't had a chance to do that one. But the <laughs> um, the the Tony Robbins thing, it was I forgot exactly what the theme of it was, but it was basically one of those things that was just conditioning people. Well, I shouldn't say condition, but just you know, teaching people how to condition their minds to, yeah, you know, receive the things that they're looking for. Like if you have this burning desire to be X, Y, and Z in life, then it first starts with your mindset, you know, and it was a five day course, you know, and it was pretty good. You know, it was so many interesting things in it. You know, he taught you like various different, you know, ways to like, you know, exercise to loosen yourself up to get the positive, you know, blood flow going through your body and everything. And then just mm -hmm. also various things to get yourself, you know, into the mindset of doing like when you feel like you're not motivated or uninspired or you don't have any ambition, you know, things like that. And, you know, I took a lot away from that, you know, seminar that he had. And, you know, with that also, you know, made me, you know, feel even more encouraged to go out and get, you know, his book, Money Master the Game, because, you know, just hearing his story and just seeing so many, you know, well-known people like the Ed Milets and people like um Seth Curry that, you know, was, you know, involved with Tony Robbins and stuff like that, that helped him, you know, become a better person in life and stuff like that. It made me more interested in him. So, you know, that's, you know, my experience as far as mm. Tony Robbins is concerned. But they are definitely two of the most so, brilliant minds that we have in this current time when it comes to that. Absolutely. Do you feel like what you learned, did you apply it? Did it do you feel like it helped you to like grow in your business and life? 
I will say yes, but I will say no to mm-hmm. myself because a lot of the things that I was, you know, that I have learned from, you know, the teachings of not only Bob Proctor, but also, you know, Tony Robbins, a lot of those things, you know, I've learned it, I soaked it in, I wrote it down, but my only thing is I allowed too much of what was going on in my own personal life to kind of draw me away from it. You know what I mean? So like sometimes mm. like, you know, I have found myself being uninspired or not getting the immediate results that I expect. You know, sometimes it kind of made me like, you know, fall back from it a little bit. But that's my own thing. And that was part of what their, you know, I felt as though their teachings was trying to show me. And then having this conversation with you here today, for some reason, it made me feel like even more inspired and even more fired up to go and continue to pursue ah. the things that I want to do. So I definitely that's do appreciate so cool. this. <laughs> Oh, it's been so much fun talking to you. I hope we can talk again and Absolutely. that we keep in touch. And, you know, let me know what you're doing. I'll help you promote it. I'll <laughs> share it on social media. You know, if you need any help with anything, please let me know. And I'm really grateful for this time together. And it was so much fun talking to you. Absolutely. And I do appreciate it. And I definitely enjoyed this conversation. It's definitely one of the best conversations I've had so far today. And with that being said, I just have, you know, one parting question that I want to ask you before we get ready to wrap up the interview. And it's so sad that, you know, we have a time limit here today, but you know, we always have other platforms and other times where we're going to be able to connect and, you know, even build even more. But the one question I want to ask you is, you know, when it's all said and done for you as a, you know, as far as when it comes to your music career and everything that you're looking to accomplish, what do you want to have, be able to say you was able to do by the time it's all said and done? Well, my first goal was to create and release, which I accomplished already. But now my second goal (laughs) is to do this full time. Mm. I just want to write music, record it, do music videos and and just have so much fun creating all that all those beautiful things and possibly do some live streaming and concerts on my own and then have a small band to go out and perform with as well. I mean, I'm right near New York City in Brooklyn. It's a very beautiful community and also Long Island, mm-hmm. out in the Hamptons during the summer. I mean, there's lots of opportunities. What I would say is that if I could do more of the singing um, full-time and have a team of people help me, because it was a lot of work doing the work of the artist, the mm-hmm. recording label, um, the, the promoter. Like, I mean, it was overwhelming that I did the work of the publisher, the, re- the record label. Like, all the behind-the-scenes work was really a lot. Uh, I did a lot of research. Uh, I had to fill out forms. I had to um, do a lot of things that were just taking away from my creation time. And I think that a lot of the things were not so fun. So also it's a very complicated industry behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Nothing um, is easy. So I would say I would like to call in some team of people, uh, a small team of people to help me get, get the behind the scenes things done so I could create more. That would be really great. Mm. Uh, I love doing photo shoots. I love creating art. Like, I just love, I have this whole story that I'm working on, like a graphic novel and songs to go with it. And I really need the time to finish creating it. And if I could call in just maybe, you know, a small team of people to help me behind the scenes, that would be great. Mm. But ultimately, my main goal, my intention is to just 
do what I love and also help people at the same time. So I really hope my music inspires and lifts people up or touches people in a certain way or at least entertains them. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know. Well, I'll tell you one thing. If people don't listen to this conversation and don't feel inspired after after hearing this, then I don't know what to tell them, you know, because I feel inspired walking away from this conversation. And I truly do mean that. Like, I really do feel invigorated and feel even more, you know, inspired to continue to pursue, you know, the path that I feel as though that is right for me. You know, a lot of people don't realize, you know, a lot goes into, you know, you know it as a podcast host, but, you know, a lot of people don't understand just how much really goes into, you know, doing radio and, you know, doing the day-to-day activities that come along with it. So it does get, you know, a little bit uninspiring at some times. But when I hear, you know, stories like yourself and, you know, having conversations with people like yourself, you know, I always tend to look back and I just feel like, you know what, maybe the way, you know, maybe the, the, all the negative that I was thinking at one point, maybe, you know, thinking back to it, maybe all of this is worth it. All of the, you know, the restless nights and all of the, the times where you, you know, you're worried about whether or not it's going to really be a success or not. So I really want to say thank you. And I truly do mean that. Uh, you're welcome. And thank you. I, I do have to say there's got to be two paths to, to reach your goal. One of them does look like working long hours and doing all the things yourself and getting everything done the right way. But also maybe there's another path that is a little bit more fun mm-hmm. that, you know, maybe if you put your intention out and you you kind of put put something out there and things just start to happen with ease and grace. That's the best way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of what I hope it's, you know, like I think if we get our mind into the, the mindset of that, it could be a little bit easier than we think or, you know, but just, just know that, you know, go for it. Absolutely. And uh, do you know the guys from the grindhouse radio? Uh, I heard the name before. Or but do you I know, never, I you know, know of the show? I've heard that's it. That's why before, I started yeah. my pad. Yeah. So uh, I'm kind of friends with Bram and the whole crew. And that's how I got inspired to start a podcast. And yeah, it's a lot of work. I mean, it took a whole day out of my week to book the guests, to edit the show, record the show, promote it. Uh, it's a lot of work, but I did it because I loved it. But, um, you know, when I looked at everything I was doing, there was a lot of things I was doing. And I knew some things had to be cut out because... Mm-hmm. If I what you know what everyone needs to do is listening right now, close your eyes and then what would it feel like tomorrow if you woke up? What would be your perfect day? Like what would be your ultimate dream life? What do you want to do tomorrow for for your job, for your life? Like what happens? For me, I wake up, a team of people do my makeup and hair, I go record a music video, I get interviewed on a radio show like this, which I love to do, and then uh Uh, Maybe I'm playing a gig that night or maybe I'm going into the recording studio to record, but it's all fun creation stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, like I love creating um, things like that to tell stories. And I don't know. It's just when you start dreaming things in your head, like that's, that would be the best day for me, you know, just to have a few assistants to help me get things ready and get things going a little bit of help from <laughs> a, a, some people. Cause it's hard to, you know, your makeup kind of melts off your face when you're lugging all your instruments to the, to the photo shoot, you know? Right. <laughs> so, um, it would be nice to have some people to help, but, um, 
what is like if everyone just thinks about like what what would be your perfect day job what would be your perfect you know vacation home what what would be the p- perfect location where you want to live like what what does your life look like by design and if tomorrow was like the perfect day and then you could just like have that in your head and work towards it mm-hmm. and if you you could do all the dream boards and dream journals you want, but if you don't feel like you deserve it in your body and in your soul, it's not going to happen. So make sure you do that self-work on yourself because you do deserve to live the best life that you could possibly live. Absolutely. And you have to believe in yourself and not put yourself down. So, you know, I know you know what it's like when you have a dream or when you're working and, you know, you get busy. Just always try to stay positive and when I have a to-do list of 20 things and I only get 10 done, I used to beat myself up and I only got 10 done. And now I have renamed my to-do list, the magic list, <laughs> <laughs> which was a suggestion from my friends. It was brilliant. And if I get 10 things done out of 20, then I, I pat myself on the back and that is how I choose to live now. And it's much better that way. Absolutely. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Tabitha, I definitely want to say thank you. And it's almost like a, it almost feels like a shame that, you know, we've come to an end with this, you know, this particular interview. Cause like I said, it was a very yeah. great conversation. I really much did enjoy, you know, having this conversation with you here today. And I hope to have you back on here again real soon. And with that being said, Anytime. you know, for, no problem. And with that being said, for anybody that's listening right now that would like to reach out to you, that would like to hear more of your music and would like to, you know, maybe follow you on social media or even book you for their show, how can they make that possible? Sure. Um, Tabithepolaris.com is my website. And if you want to reach out to me um, on the website form, there's a contact form on there. And if you're just looking to interact with me, uh, social media in the comments section. Um, yeah, on my website, you could get all the direct links to my social media sites and you could send me an email on the contact form. You could listen to my music on Spotify or Apple music or any of the places. And, um, you know, you could get on my mailing list if you want once, once a month, I send out a little, a little love note with, uh, usually a free meditation and a, and a song. If I release anything, you get to hear it first. And if I'm doing any events, then you get to, you know, hear what's going on, but everything you need to know about me is on my website and you can check it out there. Tab of the And I look forward to connecting with all of you. Absolutely. And with that said, we do appreciate you once again. And for everybody else out there that's tuned in and listening right now, keep it locked right here to the show because coming up next, we have the platform premiere of Water Codes from off of Tabitha's EP called Water, I mean, excuse me, Elemental Codes that is out right now. Wherever you like to get your music from, go and get that and go show that support. But keep it locked right here. It's Emilio Wackball, and I'll be back with much more right after this. Rocking with the hottest underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Nonstop Radio.
Stop hip hop, the hottest underground hip hop and RB show on this side of the net. Want to be heard on the non stop radio show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musically 212 at gmail.com. This is non stop radio. Don't touch that dial. It's the mid morning rush show with Emilio Wagbar. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? How you living? It's your boy Emilio Wagbar here, and I'm just coming along to invite you to come hang out with me on my brand new morning show called The Mid-Morning Rush Show, which you can hear airing daily, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Dallas's own KKSJ, Kawan J Radio. After you're finished listening to some of your morning show favorites, come hang out with me from 10 till midday as I fill the void to get you to your lunchtime, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, Again, you can come check me out on the Mid-Morning Rush Show. Check out some dope conversations with some dope people and listen to some great music every day, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on KKSJ, J Radio. Listen to the show by logging on to the official website at kawanjmedia.com forward slash radio. I will see you then bright and early, ladies and gentlemen. Until then, keep it live. It's the Mid-Morning Rush. Rush. On your speakers. Keep it locked. What up, what up, what up, Miami? How you living? How you feeling out there? It's your boy Emilio Wagbar, and right now you're tuned into the hottest hip-hop and R&B station here in South Beach. It's the Radio.com, ladies and gentlemen, spelled T-H-A, Radio.com. Be sure to check out the non-stop radio show airing every Monday through Saturday, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. And also follow us on Twitter, at Non-Stop Radio 212. This is Non-Stop Radio. Hey, yo, check it out. I go by the name of In The Cut, man, a.k.a. Osama Bin Shaving. And when I'm sick of all this mumble rap, shh, the radio stay playing, you know I'm tuned in to my dog, Emilio Eggbar and the nonstop radio show. None but the hottest Indian underground hits this side of the net and the other side of the net. You know what we do. Let's go, E. Eh?